Welcome to Raw Talent. With your host, Miss Tink. Welcome to Raw Talent. Welcome to Raw Talent. With your host, Miss Tink. Welcome to Raw Talent. Man, this thing's falling 
a hostile environment in there, Mike Stanley. Anybody cook? What y'all cook? You ain't cook? This must have been the first Christmas that you got off. Oh. I done cooked for 30 years. Christmas to the uh we don't want it no more sales. That's what I wait for. 
<laughs> Let's take this back. This ain't exactly what I wanted for Christmas. That's what I wait for. I'll go off right up in Walmart. I'm like, yo, hey, oh, wow, yeah. That same TV they got punched in the face for is back at Walmart. For seven bucks. <laughs> they get a used TV for seven dollars at Walmart. Walmart be having everything. That's what one time I lost my grandma. They tried to sell it back to me. Walmart. <laughs> I said, you seen my grandma out three. I said, wait a minute. <laughs> Tell my grandma about a soy milk. <laughs> this is amazing, man. Damn, man. So y'all on a date? I want to make it awkward for y'all. Y'all, y'all. Uh, oh, y'all just here with nobody. Okay. Y'all cool though. Y'all sitting at the table. Y'all, y'all must know each other. Y'all sitting at the same table. No, I just met him tonight. You just met him tonight. You ain't moved yet, so. Uh, <laughs> Y'all work at y'all both work at the same place? No, that's my husband. I'm just saying. Oh, I'm ready to say. <laughs> you look close to that man for you since the meeting tonight. He ain't moved nowhere else. The couch looks more safe too. He just, the position he in, he relaxed like, yeah, she know what time. <laughs> How long y'all been married? Twelve years. Twelve. Oh my God, y'all clap for that. Yeah, yeah man. I tried that marriage thing, man. I had to give up. That was it. That was a race that I ain't have the lungs for. I couldn't do it. But I like to see people with successful, man. Nothing like a good, healthy relationship. Black love. We need that. Uh, oh, okay. I got you. Yeah, we need that, man. We need that. Enough people breaking up and the relationship's not lasting that long. So we just got to work on that communication. Uh, I probably would have had a longer relationship. Huh? You said what? I do be having moments in the middle of my conversation, right? No. <laughs> no, uh, it's, yeah, you just ain't gotta take it out. I don't need to race. I'm single, I'm single, by the way. That's why I'm, uh, now I am. Yeah, yeah, it, it was tough. I didn't like some of the arguments we used to get into. That's what was my thing. Like, our communication is all. Like, I know one time she brought up something and uh, we, we argued about it for a, a long time. Like, she was like, um, if I die, will you move on with another woman? I was like, yes, uh, you can't be dead and selfish. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Just gonna take my love with you, baby. <laughs> I'll come out and see you, you know what I'm saying? After that, she wouldn't let it go, though. She like, every time she thought that somebody, well, a beautiful lady was coming around, she like, dang, I ain't dead yet. I ain't dead yet. Every time, I ain't dead yet. I remember one time I was in the store, it was a mannequin. I have to walk past. She's like, she ain't even alive. You all looking at everybody. I ain't dead yet. I said, well, can you just go ahead and do it? That's a favor. Speed up the process, you know. Don't die. <laughs> do what you got to do, man. You are killing us up here. All right. We're going to bring up the first person, man. You ready? Good. Uh, this guy right here, man. We're going to bring the first artist. This guy right here, man, is a personal friend of mine, man. He's been killing the comedy game for a while, man. He's been um, a regular at the feature at the Funny Bone and uh, what else you be at? All over the place, man. Walmart. He be performing with my grandma now. Three by the soy milk. Y'all please put your hands together for Moo Cuzzle. How y'all doing tonight? 
I don't know what the hell is going on tonight. So we were just trying to find somewhere to go. We was like, Remo doing a uh, show tonight. I didn't even know I'd be performing. Like, so I got in, so that's all right. Now, why is y'all hiding the DJ, though? What's up with this? Like, is he just ugly as shit or what? Who is the DJ? You got warrants or something? Hold my nose. <laughs> Hold my nose? Yeah. What does that mean? Can I look, can am I allowed to peep that? Like, no, sure, right. Why they can't hide you? You're not bad looking, cause y'all got ass down. Who I deal with to put up the sheet? Why you put up the sheet? Why you come around? Okay. Okay. All right. That's, oh, oh, it's a whole number part. Oh, all right. I didn't know that. All right. Okay. I guess I should probably tell some jokes now, huh? How y'all doing? I'm Wu Kazo. Oh man. I, um. I want to talk about stuff. Like I said, I didn't even think I'd be performing tonight, so I got to get in the right head space because my nephew fucked me up early. Excuse me, am I allowed to cuss and shit? <laughs> I, I saw kids early, I ain't know. Nah, because nah, I, I had a kid at my house earlier, my nephew, and uh, he's six, but I caught him trying to watch some titties on my television. <laughs> and it was kind of messed up because I didn't know what to tell him because he's six. Because I love titties, so I ain't want to lie to him like they bad, but you six and you supposed to be looking at them, you know? So uh, I didn't know what he was doing at first because he was trying to spell it in the TV, but he can't spell, but he honest. So I was like, what you trying to spell? He was like, titties. And at that point, I was mad at his mom. I'm like, damn, you got to teach this boy how to spell. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I'm a good uncle. I'm a good uncle. So I sat him down. I said, stop trying to spell titties in my television, son. His voice activated. Just say titties. <laughs> teach him in the way they should go, you know? <laughs> Cause like everybody love titties. Like it's weird when you six and love. Like when you a baby and love titties. Like oh you love titties. When you a man you love titties. Like yeah man. But when like you a kid, what you tell him? Like leave him alone. I don't want to lie to him and shit. You know? Cause I love I love I love big giant big titties. I love titties so big when she lay on her back she look flat chested. Cause they beside her. Like she got bald headed midges in the headlock. You know what I'm talking about? You ready for I'm kissing on like mmm. What I tell you about wearing my deodorant, girl? God damn. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit, titties. Um, <laughs> gotta talk about something relevant, you know? <laughs> something we all can relate to. How y'all doing over there? Uh, <laughs> my boy in the back, what up, Larry? Y'all make sure y'all check out that Snuff, Snuff McGee and Friends podcast. Uh, what, what, what platform they can find you on, Big Dog? I'm plugging other people up here tonight, huh? YouTube? Word, word, word. That's what I do. So I've been doing um, comedy for about a year now. I just moved here from Petersburg, Virginia. I've been living in Richmond for about 13. Oh, from Petersburg? Okay, that's what's up, Petersburg. Hey, I like what I see from somebody in Petersburg. That let me know I'm not the only person in here with at least one parent on drugs. Um, <laughs> look, I did that joke 50 times, and it has always worked. Um... <laughs> But I moved up this way. I live around the corner. I've been living here for about a year. Somebody approached me to do comedy at a drag show. It, I, 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 I was a little weirded out. I was raised by uncles who was like, don't do no shit like that. You know what I'm talking about? So I was like, I don't know if I could do that. You know what I'm talking about? And then she was like, well, this is how much you're going to get paid. And I was like, yes, bitch, I'm doing it. Oh, my goodness. I was so excited. I went for the dress and everything. I, um. Paula was like, you take the dress back. You just got to tell your jokes. You ain't got to dress up. So I took the dress back. I took the dress back, y'all. 
But I kept the panties though. Those was comfortable in the motherfucker. Hey Larry, did you know? Nah, I'm just joking, y'all. Uh-uh. <laughs> so, but you know what's funny? I got an uncle who I thought was extra homophobic. Y'all know anybody that's homophobic? That's so homophobic it's weird and shit? Like, I got an uncle like nephew. Don't do no comedy at no drag show. Don't do that shit. You gotta be careful. Watch yourself. I'm like, what you mean? I'm just telling jokes. I should be all right, right? He's like, nah, man. I'm gonna need to come with you. Be your bodyguard. You wanna go to the drag show? Um, no, I don't wanna go to no damn drag show. I just wanna watch your back. That's all. I'm like, um, you be talking about gay stuff too much to be scared. Like, he be coming up to me with like a list of all the black gay celebrities. Like, look at this nephew. That all these people black. I'm like, man, if you hate gay, why you talking about it every day? He coming to me with videos. Look at this shit. They gay in the video, nephew. Look at it. Look how he's talking that dick. Look at that shit, nephew. Look, he ain't even doing it right, nephew. Look at him. Like, uncle, wait a minute. I don't think you homophobic, dog. I think you homosexual. Um, <laughs> I'm talking about somebody I'm going here tonight. <laughs> that shit crazy. I just feel like, you know, it's a whole lot of things that's different in 2019. Like, when I was coming up, we was taught, like, you know, just don't tell the kids about shit, shield them from it, and just tell them what they need to know. But nowadays, you got to tell the kids everything so they don't get lost out here. You know what I'm talking about? Cause my mom used to not tell me the truth and it made me look stupid one day in school. Cause I was like six years old and I was listening to a conversation I wasn't supposed to listen to. You know, when you a kid, you hear some shit you ain't supposed to hear, you hear it really good. And I was in my room and some shit came up about trannies. My uncle, he got robbed by somebody, he was yelling. And all I heard was, I'm a tranny. And I came out like, mom, what's that? What's a tranny? And mom was like, um, that's what he called your transformer toys, baby. Go in your room. So I went in my room and I ain't know nothing about it. And I ain't never said it unless I was in my room playing with my trannies. And uh, one day I was in school and kids was bullying me because I was the type of kid that made sure the teacher check our homework and shit. Kids hated me. And they was bullying the shit out of me one day. And I got mad. So I just looked them all in the eyes like, you know what? You know what? Y'all keep messing with me. Me and my uncle will come back with an army full of trannies and we gonna tear your ass up. That's when I found out niggas is scared of trannies. Cause ain't nobody messed with me ever since, y'all. I don't know, I guess I lost him with the gay shit. Um, <laughs> it's all good. I like to thank y'all for letting me work out that material. I usually don't even do gay jokes in front of black people. I save it for the white crowd, but it's all good. <laughs> oh man. Uh um anyway, my name is J Ron. Y'all can catch me at uh week on Wednesdays. I'm out this bitch. Y'all give up a book. Y'all don't y'all don't unfollow J Rock because of Mukaza. That's a whole different person. <laughs> yeah, they kinda clinched up on that stuff, huh? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He got oh. Oh, that was a cute DJ? Okay. <laughs> Damn, why why y'all back there in that dressing room anyway? What is going on? It's like a mystery to the show. Everybody like, who gonna come behind, behind the curtain? From door number one. <laughs> door number one! <laughs> DJ tucked in the bed. That's what he back there asleep. <laughs> DJ take a nap. Oh man, so a little bit about me, y'all. I've been doing comedy for a while. I've been doing comedy about eight years. 
Uh, I'm trying to break into acting now. Um, I was on this show called uh, The Walking Dead. Y'all ever seen that? Anybody seen that joint? Yeah, they've been filming here in Richmond, actually. So I hopped in on an episode uh, or two, and uh, it was cool. Like, I was so excited. Like, you know, if y'all don't know about The Walking Dead, it's like a little zombie apocalypse jump. So as soon as I got the email, I'm finna be a zombie, I started practicing immediately. I'm like, I started practicing, I'm walking out in public on people, they're like, what in the hell? My kids trying to get in the refrigerator, I'm like, they're like, you know, I don't even want no cereal no more. What uh, threw me off though is when I got to the place, I actually got out there to do the zombie thing and they switched my whole role. Like at first I was a walking zombie. They turned around and told me I was dead. It was like, you don't move. So I, that kind of pissed me off. I couldn't do the run at all. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, you know, whatever, let's just get it. So when I got there, they now they told me I need to get a no, whole new outfit. I can't do the other outfit. I got to do this outfit. So uh, what threw me, though, was they went to the women's side and got my clothes. Right. That pissed me off. They say, it don't matter. You're going to be a dead zombie. Ain't nobody going to see it. I said, well, I'm a thug. I can't be caught in fashion over, sir. So this is not the outfit of choice right here. I, I'm a thug. I can't die in fashion over. Like, I don't know what I mean. I think the jeans had a baby fat symbol on them, too. I don't know if that was true or not. <laughs> but uh, I got out there, man, and I'm out there, and they, they, they like, I just, ah. Uh, if y'all see a zombie with hips, that's me. That is, uh, I was thick as hell in the show. I ain't gonna lie, I was, I was so thick in this damn. I was like, good Lord, man, the thighs and everything. I had the hips, man. I had real live hips. I was ready to holler at myself for a second. I looked in the mirror like, oh, you cute. <laughs> you thick as hell. <laughs> I got out there, right? This was through me. So I already know that I'm poking out a little bit, all right? I got a little hand pots on me. I caught enough whippings growing up that I grew a hand pots, right? So I get out there and they was like, are oh, you dead now, lay on your stomach. I said, uh, sir, no, not with these hips on. Uh, <laughs> you finna show all this ass off. So I was like, uh-uh. So as soon as I heard the camera coming, I seen it. They was like, all right, and I heard them coming. I was like, Argh! like I kept rolling over on my, on my back. They was like, ma'am, you are dead. I was like, wait a minute, I'm a sir. They was like, not with that ass. You are. <laughs> I don't like this show no more. I ain't even. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> that y'all about to shame, man. I had fun, though. I also was on uh, uh, Harriet, that movie. I was on uh, extra on the movie Harriet, playing the slave. And my man Norman was there with me, God, that's. That was tough. Let me tell y'all, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. That N-word hit a lot harder in person. I'm just gonna say that right now. I, I can take it on TV, but when it's live, they like, you niggas get back to work. I say, hold on, wait a minute. Hold my shackles. We better fight this one out. <laughs> they was live with it. You get back to work. I said, sir, this is a free country. I can do what I want to do. Oh, yeah. I loved it. I love the movie. I think it, I like. I appreciated that they ain't put too much slavery in it. It was more like a woman hero. You know what I'm saying? Like it showed more of Harriet, who the superhero she was, rather than a bunch of another. I don't think I could have took another Roots. Like, imagine seeing Roots now. We we be tweeting some shit right now. Like we be, we be on Facebook starting to fight. 
I loved it though, man. What I didn't like about it either though is them shoes. They had us in real slave shoes. I was pissed because they ain't have no arches in them. So it took me, I had to turn left three times to make a right. Like I didn't like how that worked out. You know what I'm saying? Them arch, my feet was, I had an arch, but my, I was flat footed by the end of that scene. I had, my foot was hurting bad. I was like, y'all can give us some real shoes and put some digital shoes with digital arches, man. We can get rid of that. They didn't go see our feet. Like, some people didn't even have shoes. I was like, man, you don't hurt, bro. They won't like us at all. They won't even close. I was like, <laughs> y'all ain't have no K-Swiss back in slavery. Can we get those? Y'all ain't gonna bring back the sketches? How far the sketches go back? Can we get some sketches? On L.A. Gibbs? <laughs> slave L.A. Gibbs? <laughs> what if slaves had L.A. Gibbs? <laughs> Maybe in the night, you just see what you're <laughs> Those ain't nice for us. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, y'all. We gonna go on to the next artist. Oh. I wanna hold on. That's a poetry thing. Y'all move. When I uh, when I'm going on. Hold on, hold on, wait. We gonna go on to the next artist. Say word. Ah, oh, yeah. Say raw. Say raw. Uh, hold on, wait. Jesus Christ. It's not. This is not a funeral. Y'all can stay alive. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so depressed. Uh, uh, Y'all sound like zombies too. All right. <laughs> Say raw. Raw. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Next person got to come to the stage, man. She put this whole thing together, man. Y'all please put your hands together for Miss T. Raising my firstborn, I felt alone. 
Hit with a bullet that was hard in the process. Autoimmune, autoimmune deficiency is what they called it. Pain never ending is how I saw it. Doctor said I'll never have another kid, but my homie, G-O-D, blessed me again. Medication provided me with an opportunity to be pain free, so I took it. It's kind of deep, I know. But representing raw talent forces me to be the raw me, uncut, unfiltered, and transparent. So nice to meet you. My name is Tink. Because you had some more. I was about to sit there for a second. I ain't order nothing. <laughs> I ain't get time to check out the menu. Uh, it's all good. Uh, that's what's up, man. Uh, who else on that list? Woo! I guess it's the Remo show. All right, then. Me and Remo uh, uh, and DJ behind the curtain. What's the DJ? What's your name again? RSM. RSM. DJ RSM, man. Y'all give it up for DJ RSM. Y'all wait till the end of the event to see his face. So make sure y'all hang around for a while. <laughs> hey, you put a picture of my Then that's gonna look like a memorial. Oh, that would be a little awkward if it's just his face up there. Especially the neck up joint. Why they be trying to go so young? Like, whenever somebody died, why? I want to see who in charge of these pictures. I done seen some obituaries with some messed up pictures on there. I know the people want to get up from the cast and be like, hey, this ain't, the, this ain't the picture that I wanted. Like, pick the one when I was, uh, you know, I was looking good in my life. I was a good point. Y'all go way back to a baby picture. He died at 98. He, <laughs> he was 98 years old. I know he had. About 50 or 60, he had a good picture. You walk all the way down to 1901 to get a picture? Okay, cool. <laughs> you went back to when Jim Crow laws were still alive to go get a picture for his obituary. You ain't, who did this? <laughs> I'm finna fight the funeral director. Who did this? <laughs> um, <laughs> I know, right? You ain't you don't even know what's going on. I think that you should put that in your will. Who should speak at your funeral, too? Because if I ain't like you when I was alive, ain't no way you finna tell nothing about me. Like, he was such a good dog. No, tell him how you really feel. Tell him how you really feel. Tell him what to put on social media about me. What? <laughs> when you was being messy. Oh, I love it, man. All right, DJ. Let me get a cut on that uh, SWV. Feel like I need to sing right, huh? Come back. Alright. Come on back and get some more of this. I like it. I don't need that stand You don't want this stand? No, Y'all bought it? This is the Radio Shack extra. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all went to a thrift store like that one right there. That's it. We gonna care. How much is this? A dollar fifty cents. Alright, that's mine right here. Alright, you want the microphone? First of all, I want to let y'all know that I have some other upcoming events. So on the 14th, I'll be here at Nutty Buttery, hosted by Tisha Lesane, the Melting Pot of Art. And then on the 20th of December, we're going to have a Nutty Christmas showcase. All Christmas music, bring the kids, come out, enjoy the evening. 
Um, I also have an author showcase coming up on January the 13th at the Verona Library. It's all me. I'm about to come out with my fifth book this year on December the 11th. Um, so I have three poetry books out so far and one novel that I wrote by myself. My co-author for my other two novels that I wrote is sitting right back there, Miss Jocelyn Cole. And then the one that's coming out on December the 11th is an independent project. So I've been busy, busy, busy. So please support, support, support. And I have flyers in the back. Free bookmarks, help yourself. I also have my first, I have one copy left of my first ever poetry book that I ever published. It was published June the 11th of this year. It's $6. And I also have Raw Talent t-shirts for 15 if you like to partake. But I've been working on this project because I like doing different stuff. I like thinking outside the box and stuff like that. So I've been working on a poetry mixtape. So I'm going to share with you one of the poems, and it's called Justify. Because I like to think about things that, you know, we accept, but we don't understand. You know, a lot of times, instead of us, you know, speaking up and changing things, we're just like, oh, well, they say we had to do it, so we're going to do it. And to me, that's like a slavery mentality, I'm going to say it, because we're raw talent. We say things that most people think but are scared to say. I'm going to say it, regardless. You know, no pun intended, no disrespect intended. It's just what my brain is all about, is being you mass off. You ready? You look really focused. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I keep looking at you because you're pulling me in. You know, your energy is just amazing. Like You're pulling me in. Um, so this is called Justify. The laws of the unjust justify infringing upon your personal lives. Never to separate church from state. My views shall be your views, even if that means changing you. You have all rights to disagree, but dare not do it publicly without permission. Done following the norms on a mission to walk my own path and live my life. Everybody thinks they're living free without chains, you will see. We are all caged mentally, told what to think, what to believe, how to act. It's a fact. God created me. The government won't help me pay, only aim to control the way I live. Back in 1962, began removing prayer from schools, but not the solemn oath, even though both mention God by his name. How do you choose which one we should salute? When one stands up to shoot, I bet you bring prayer back in there then. It's just insane to me how in God we trust fits in our hand daily. But we're told you can only pray if it's not turbulent. Have you heard of this craziness? I'm amazed at this. Everybody thinks they're living free. Without chains, you will see. We are all caged mentally, told what to think, what to believe, how to act, when to cleave, even how to achieve. I sit in disbelief reviewing laws set by a man, telling me how I can freak my man inside of my home. They infringe on my rights. Please explain how this is right. Can't coexist without a marriage license, but they dish out unlivable circumstances. The cost of living is raised. No hope for the living. We will all end up in a grave, leaving children behind with limits on places to pray. No hope for the living. We will all end up in a grave leaving children behind with limits on places to pray. Can't date the same sex, it's biblically incorrect. One minute as a Christian, I can't outwardly pray. The next angle you take, the right to choose who I date away? How do you pick and choose the rules that govern my life? Throwing legal jargons to make it sound right, creating holidays in niggas' names, 
who gets no glory for fake findings and watch stories. Taking all focus off the matters that matter, placing changes in places we sleep, indivisible, more like indescribable. 500 plus years before Christopher's mother could tell you about the kid America was discovered. Yet instead of searching into truths, we celebrate his victory in 1492. Is it just me? None of this shit seems strange to you. Everybody thinks they are living free. Without chains, you will see. We are all caged mentally. May not be lynched for my crimes. Day to day, we pay with time. Marches for justice is a must that we are scared, but always prepared. They wonder why people are filled with mistrust, disgust, about to come bust. We are waking up in the dawn, no longer entrusting the R or the D. Only you that's next to me with my own eyes, I can see that's the only way to implement change. Everybody wants to live in the land of the free. We're still in chains. You have seen. We've been programmed to believe, barely achieve, kill, kill ourselves to succeed. Only the blood of, the, of my loved ones will I bleed. Touched on some soft spot, yes indeed. But those things we discussed that mislead should be the topic of conversation. Unity will rock a nation. Unplug your brain, deprogram your mind, follow your own beat. Don't be stuck in a phase. Take faith out of man. Put it in God with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. Who's name of that poem? Justify. Justify. I ate it and slipped past it. That's all. That's what's up, man. Uh, what for y'all just came in? Y'all come on in, sit down, get comfortable, get locked on in. I think we got some more people signing up on the list as we go. Uh, yeah. Five margaritas. Uh, no, I'm good. I, I started drinking in here. It's, this show won't go bad. <laughs> I'm pulling my chest out there. <laughs> I'm gonna clear this thing out. <laughs> Y'all want to take off? Uh, uh, she's putting her, putting her coat on, it's about that time. It's all good, man. It gets to the leftovers. It's cool. It's all right. What do y'all do, by the way? You look like you'd be an educator. What do you do? I do educate people to get their lives healthy. Oh, as far as, so you so like. I'm a presenter with a healthcare, um, a wellness company. Oh. So you introduce me to like what a healthier meal plan or just kind of like? Just a healthier way of shopping for you and your family. Everything's organic and natural. Oh, okay. All right. So you sitting there looking at all that good food too, like. Uh. Oh, I eat. <laughs> oh, you eat. Okay, yeah. well, excuse me. <laughs> I starved. <laughs> Trying to think of my life. Well, that's what's up, man. What you do? Insurance. Okay. Oh, hey, look, you know, I got a question. What kind of insurance do I have? Car insurance? No, no. Oh, y'all, y'all hand to hand right here. This is a y'all a whole company right here. Okay. I see it's about that black love I'm talking about, man. Y'all together, huh? Yeah. He selling insurance and then she selling health. All right. I got, oh, we won. Y'all probably mad at the health event, didn't it? Like, look at her skin. She got to be healthy. Do you have health insurance? She's like, are you eating healthy? <laughs> That's what's up, man. Yeah, thank y'all. Appreciate y'all for hanging out, though. Definitely, man. We like that, man.
people dropping on in one by one, man. What's going on? How y'all doing over there? Y'all, y'all, uh, y'all sat right by the balloon. It looked like it was y'all retirement party now, y'all. <laughs> Where y'all retired from? <laughs> Shout out to my people who sat out in the VIP section in the back. What's going on? Uh, why you look so nervous? You all right? You cold as long as you rubbing your hands like you're a mob boss or something. <laughs> all right, now. What's going on, man? This is up, man. I like this, man. This is good. But this is a nice, intimate place. I like this kind of thing going on, man. Y'all was on Black Friday shopping? Y'all did that? Nah. Not yet? Oh, you finna go in the eye of the storm? All right. Good luck, my brother. You better check with health insurance over here before you go out there to Black Friday. <laughs> I try to, I got, uh, I got like anxiety. I can't do Black Friday. I went out there one time, boy. I, I lost it. I, I mean, I got right there by the TVs and shit. Like, it's <laughs> <laughs> <This> a bullshit. <laughs> People grabbing that stuff. They driving off crazy, running to my car. I almost snapped out that joint. I don't like that. Move some ass with these TVs. Watch what's up, man. They got the hot sauce and the eye drop, y'all. <laughs> Somebody keep us dilated in that, y'all. They're like, you ain't gonna need this. Put some hot sauce in here. <laughs> Watch what's up, man. What's going on, y'all? Come on in. Come on in. Grab a seat. I don't know why people always think if they don't sit in the front there, then we can't see y'all. I don't understand this at all. They're like, we're going to avoid these shit from the front. This is too close. He's going to say something to us. That's what's up, man. All right, so I guess I'll talk about myself a little bit. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. I just found out I was cute. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I went, like, I had to build my confidence up for the longest time. I thought I was, all right. I remember the first time I got a comment, right, from a chick. I was in, like, high school. I went to a house party, right, and I was with my homeboy. I ain't know nobody there. So I saw these women, I saw these women having a good time, these girls having a good time. And then I was like, all right, one of them eye contact. I was like, I'm finna go. Like, I'm finna go. I'm, like, I'm finna get it. I'm finna jump on and get my dance. Now, one dance. And I started dancing with her, and she did like this, and then she looked up at her homegirl, and she like, I saw her like, how he look? I saw her do that, how he look? She was like, I say, yeah, nigga, cute girl. <laughs> I'm going out with you. And she was like, ah, right, you look, you all right with your little dimples. I'm like, oh, cute. <laughs> I found out, man. I've been getting called ugly for a long time. I ain't like that. <laughs> What's up, man? Uh, no, I just found out I was cute, man. Uh, it's just crazy. It's a good time. I'm back in the single life. Anybody who work? Anybody single? Single? You are? You ever tried those date naps? You ever jumped on one of them? Oh, okay. Stay away. It ain't nothing good on there, I'm telling you. There's a lot of creeps on there. They look like it, too. I like, Jesus Christ, where were you hatched, fam? Uh, this is... I don't like it. I tried Tinder. I tried the Tinder app. 
What I don't like is after you say no to somebody, they come back. Did you know that? They regrow like a weed. They just come right on back. They recycle them. They say, you said no last week, but what about today? Like, they're trying to recondition you of the people that you don't like. I, I don't like her face. Why you keep bringing her back? This is like, like Rocky episodes. You just keep coming back. We on Rocky 6. Let's cut this out, man. I just deleted the app. I turned around, picked up Facebook. There she was again. I said, this one bullshit. I blocked on everything. I can't do it, man. Them apps be off the chain. This is good right here. I like this. I ain't never told jokes to a, a track. I just feel like I need to rhyme. Every time I say a line. <laughs> right? I just don't know why I just feel like I need to, yo, bust it, bust it, bust it. I think I'll be the worst rapper ever. What's up? 15 minutes on the kitchen. Oh, For real? You want one? For three years. Okay. It's a unicorn and every it's a unicorn, yeah. See? Alright, so what what attracted him to you? So who he shot a message to you or you he... Okay. And then he starts saying the right thing. That's what's up though. Congrats on that. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. Okay. I think it just, it was probably that the timing. The timing was right, everything was right. It happened to fall in place. That's good though. I'm glad you can find it that way. Because I have not found it. I don't know. What app did you use? Because I'm using the wrong one. The one everybody say don't use. Which one is that? Oh, you use. Yeah, it's tragic over this side of Plenty of Fish. Really. No, I don't. It's crazy. I know. Yeah, I know. It's some psychotic people out there on the dating I know. I, and you know what's crazy? It's like all the ones that I like don't like me, but the ones that I don't like, like, how you doing, Remo? I'm like, get out. I'm a box. <laughs> like, you looking cute today. No, I'm not. No, I am not. Delete. That's good, though. Plenty of Fish, that's, that's, that's a tricky one right there. You mess around be some freaks off there. They're nasty on them. Tinder ain't no better either, though. They all nasty. They, you take a chance, though. You take a real chance on them ass. I'm telling you. That's all crazy. All right. We're going to bring up our next audience. I've been sitting here running my dang on chaps. <laughs> and the beat drop. <laughs> hey. Coming to the stage. Coming to the stage. Y'all please put your hands together for the stuttering porch. social media. My Instagram is the.stuttering.poet. Um, this poem I'm going to do is called The Streets. I hope y'all enjoy it. My mother wasn't cracks in the concrete that fell to grow roses as little black boys' blood spilled, filling them to the brim being Pattered on by the feats of little girls who don't quite understand what the word struggle means yet. They're just trying to escape the touch of a jump rope and 
make sure they're in the house before the street lights kisses their foreheads. Good night, Ma. Father was an alley cat deemed to be dead in the next few weeks. Sitting on the porch watching as a little girl's hair gets pulled through and her mother says, I can't take this stuff no more. You need a turn. The streets to me was that of a distant cousin that I only seen at cookouts or her on the front steps when the pop of fireworks scared me at night. Though, though there would be no, no color in the sky, only the sight of red, white, and blue lights and the screams of a mother, I never understood why my grandma nicknamed gunshots fireworks. As if the 4th of July was celebrated by a man, man killing Shanky under the black on black crime, I still don't understand if black lives matter, don't take one over a color. Since you scream black lives matter, don't take another since, since, since black lives do matter. Put on your adult shoes and show them why we do. Prove to the youth that we can surpass people's expectations and don't have to be one with the dirt or within those steel bars, broken, broken glass and bricks on the street. Another story to add to the books, another story to hear on the news, another statistic, another reason for them to say we are animals, we are not animals, we are human. We are not animals, we are human. We are not animals, we are human, but we are broken. We need stitches, not band-aids. We can't keep covering our mistakes and duct tape and alcohol that slide down our throat, dazing us from the problem. Don't drown your sorrow in that 40, face it like a man. Don't drown your sorrow in that 40, face it like a man. Like a woman. Like an adult, the rain can't help them as she needs. The wind can't blow away the fascination of affiliation. Now, I'm not saying escape the hood, but reinvent it. Make it your own, make it worth, yeah, it's poverty stricken, but give it a sense of hope so when your kids say the streets raise me, you know they're in good hands. We all state problems, opinions, dreams, and wishes, but don't let them be destroyed by the crossroad we rep on our chest like our favorite basketball team. Now, I wasn't born in the best neighborhood with the best people, but my, my mother showed me love, my father showed me how not to be grandmother showed me anything is possible if you put your everything into it and not to be scared to ask for help but also understand that not everyone will be there for you the streets showed me one way of life i can become or make better thank you one more time to study Popping off right quick. How old are you? You might be asking. 19. Bruh, I thought she was in high school. I was impressed. Two more? Okay. Oh. Oh, you got a collection? You trying to give us little samples like we can't handle a full meal around here. Come on with it. One more. You want it. Nicknames that didn't really describe you, you know. See, 
I never understood why we called you Bear until until that night. I was 10, you and my great-grandfather drinking, I in the dining room with you both just doing my homework, watching Disney Channel. Though my mother told me to stay in my room, see, she was visiting someone in the hospital that night, so she wasn't going to be home, and I didn't listen. I guess that's just the Leo in me. But then, then my grandfather got tired. He went in his room to gather blankets for you to stay in. I guess you've seen that as a blessing as you begin to pray on me. It begin with a drunken growl, disguised as a whisper of muffled puzzle that I a muffled puzzle that I couldn't put together, but since a problem that quickly got solved as you came closer, dragging your claws along my lower back, that would leave me scarred for life. And I, I could feel them as I was writing this poem, and, and I can feel them as I'm singing this poem. Every bone in my body, every hair buried in my flesh, frozen in fear, but this wasn't the time to be scared. Have you ever seen a bear and a lion battle? It will happen in silence. My grandfather, unaware that his home has turned battlefield, I, I, I grabbed the phone into the room, closed, locked the door, her, her number was listed onto the board, and then I reached her. She told me to run and go get a knife, and that was the scariest part of the night. The silence mimics cemeteries. The words, what are you doing? Place a dagger into my chest. My mother's voice echoed in the background, what is going on? I mumbled in fear. He, he is right in front of me. He is right in front of me. I, I was, I was staring this predator, this, this, this bear, this, this man right in the eyes, scared for my life. My mother telling me to go in her room now. Felt it felt like she was carrying me there herself, and I did as told. Placed the knife under the pillow as told, thinking that it's done, that it's over. However, the battle traveled into my sleep. And as you opened the window, invaded my dream, now nightmare about to rob me of my innocence, I remember, I begin to wonder if I was still even sleeping, or if my body was just in this state of paralysis and you were the monster that everyone speak of. See, 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 I know I never understood why, why we called you bear, but I wish, I wish I never found out.
Great day, everyone. Great day. So this poem stems from just a mindset that I feel like we lack within the community. And it's called the wealth mindset. So let me go. Wealth is a mindset. So I set my mind on things that can better me. See, most see wealth materially, but I believe wealth is mentally and spiritually. A type of feeling that instills no fear in me. A type of feeling that allows abundance to flow easily. You see, thoughts become things, and so I remove the negative self-talk that does not resonate within. Understanding that there's a system that puts me on the back burner, that puts me on the back burner because the color of my skin. But one thing about me, I won't let them win. Wealth is a mental state located in the biggest estate that you own, your mind estate, residing in your dome, which contains your true home. See, when wealth becomes the state in which you walk, it makes life easy when you find your rock. No longer consumed of the items in which you lack. Understanding the assets in your mind or state will always have your back. So you start to move different. You start to hold visions and you begin to see them vivid. Watching everything that you were wishing turn into fruition. Life begins to feel breezy. Love seems to flow easy. It begins to shift your perspective, going from feeling poor and broke to a king that's resurrected. See, then you always seem to seek perfection. Although unattainable, I'm capturing, I'm capturing excellence all along the way. With a big ass smile on my face. You see that queen over there? About her, I don't play. Yeah. That's my bae. See, when wealth became an attraction, a woman flew in on me like a package, the most high gifted an angel. A reflection of wealth, she moved with stealth. Placing gems in my mind, it was nothing but great for my health. So I know that she the one. I met her and life went from dreadful to fun. Love like no other, and it only just begun. See. I changed my narrative, and you can too. Reconstructed my mind and watched how my life began to move. We like to say, life has it. So let it do what it do. But control what you can control, and that is only you. Well. Oh, what's happening? Juice. Juice. Juice did some brownie points with the boo right there. I like that one. That's my queen. I like that. Like, baby, you know what I did for you at the show today, right? <laughs> That's how you get love points, man. I like that. Save them up. Just in case something bad happens. Like, you know what I did at that open mic, baby? Every night I got to prove my love. <laughs> All right, now y'all out.
Y'all yeah. go. All right, y'all. Hey, what's your uh, Instagram? You got that? All right, gotcha. Y'all make sure y'all follow me. Yeah. Definitely, man. Uh, that's, what's up. that's what's up. He said, yeah, my queen right there. I like that. <laughs> I think that's, how that's my new line right there. Just walk up on ladies like, hey, you know my queen right there? <laughs> that's rough right there, baby. That's rough. <laughs> no, definitely, man. Uh, that's probably why I'm single, man. I be look, I, I'm, I'm investing in the wealth sometimes. I be messing up. Like, I like ratchet women. That's my problem, dog. I, I like a ratchet. I like that. When they be talking to you, be snatching stuff in the air. You don't know what's there. I just getting excited. Like, what you snatching, girl? What you snatch me. <laughs> Take me, pitch me. I went to this nice place uh, uh, off of Jefferson Davis Highway. It's a world-class establishment out there. It's this place called the Satellite Yard. Hey, that chicken is to die for, literally. Like, they will kill you right there. It's like a two-bullet wound minimum to get in the Satellite Yard. You, know I mean? you got to have a diagonal C-section start to get in the Satellite That's what you you can't have custody of all your kids sitting on to get a satellite. You know what I mean? <laughs> they got all different kind of flavors of ratchet in there. They got sweet and sour ratchet, spicy ratchet. One chick came to holler at me. She smelled like gun smoke. My dick got hard instantly. I was like, thank you, God. Just, you keep sending me. <laughs> you keep blessing me. <laughs> you smell like an assault charge. She whispered in my ear, she said, I'm from Mosul. I said, girl, you gotta stop playing with my emotions in here. I, I like that ratchet stuff. That don't scare the hell out of me when that first came out. I said, what the hell? Somebody cell phone. They got a track phone. <laughs> you know one ratchet I don't like though? This daggone city girl, I, I'm not with that. First of all, I don't like nobody that put a T on the end of period. The word is done. It was done. Why you put a T on it? We don't need that. And he ain't even making sound. You just periods. No, no. Take it back. Take it back. Take it. No, it's period. Period. It's a D. It's a D. Why you add that? Half of us don't even say the end of letters anyway. You can put a T high on lock. You're trying to make life real difficult now. I just. I don't like that. Then she throws some fluid out. I said, who's your English teacher? We're about to fight this woman. I'm going to punch her slam in that throat. Fluid out. Fluid. Fluid out. They put it on flies like they were dead right. No, you are wrong. Fluid. Flown. You get flown or nothing at all. <laughs> oh, some fluid out. I said, fluid your ass in the house, man. What you doing on here? Fluid out. City girls relating. I ain't like that. She said, uh, what she said, if you a broke nigga, I will, I'm gonna, what she said, something to you ain't one. That's what she said. That's trifling right there. Wait a minute. So you mean to tell me you speak broken English and you steal? What is going on? Where are you from? She's from Mosley for real, for real. She just flew it out. <laughs> I'm mad at how much support they got for the damn periods. <laughs> Period. Oh, oh, oh. 
amazing. Y'all ready to get it popping up? Well, she don't put off some of her best stuff right now. You just going trying to sauce up on us around here. You know what I mean? Got your little artwork right there. All right, y'all ready? All right, y'all. Coming to the stage, man. Y'all please show y'all love for Miss Tink and G. It's G. Miss Tink and G. So I want to tell y'all a little bit about Miss G here. First of all, she does art, as you can see. And she doesn't just do portraits and stuff of that nature. She does clothing as well. She's awesome. As a matter of fact, I met her literally a week ago. And I said, hey, I'm one of those people that like this. Those stuff at you, you know, that you probably ain't even think about doing. And I expect for you to just be like, yeah. I don't really like no. You know, I'm going to challenge you a little bit. So I walked up to her. I met her here. I walked up to her. I said, hey, I'm Miss Tink. And we met through Jamil, who also does Fortune Nights here at the Nutty Buttery on Thursdays. And I said, so you ever thought about painting live while somebody does a poem? And she was like, no, no. Oh, well, I said, we, we should do that then. <laughs> so she never thought about it, you never did it, we're gonna do it. She was like, okay, now what, she got me back. She gave me a taste of my own medicine because she hit me up and she was like, so this is the flyer I'm supposed to share? I was like, yeah. And she was like, okay. Title said, I'm painting live at the Nutty Buttery on Friday. I was like, now we did not discuss painting live on Black Friday. We did not discuss that. But that's okay. She challenged me, I challenged her. That's what it's all about though, we're networking. It's all about challenging each other, making each other step outside your boxes so we can all excel and be great, right? So I was like, okay, what you wanna do it on? She was like, love. I was like, love. <laughs> okay, well here's my book. So, so here's my book, let's see you know, what you like and I'll go with what you like. And she was like, well, I like the book. You can't do the book, you can't do the book. I was just talking to my partner in the back, Snuff, matter of fact. Um, follow him on YouTube, the Snuff McGee Show. Snuff McGee and Friends at Relevance in the Dungeon. What? Nah, I mean, check the dungeon. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So, I was just on his podcast last week, so shout out to him. Um, so I was telling him, I was like, you know, I don't, I don't really remember my poems because I write. I've written like 18 in two weeks. So how can you remember something that you just literally just purging, I'm just writing. I write because I like to do it, you know. It's always been a hobby. I've been writing since I was 14. So yesterday, I was riding in the car, and I texted her, and I was like, okay, so here's what I have. And I wrote it in the car. And she was like, I didn't read the whole thing because it's long, Tink, but I love it. I love what you got. I love the direction you're going in. So we're going to tell you a story tonight about what is love from Tink and G. And I want you to follow along and bear with me because this is probably the longest poem I've ever done in my whole entire life. I just want to let you know. But it's not, it's not one of them things that's going to put you to sleep. It's going to keep you interested. 
So we're gonna give her a minute to get her stuff together. Tell me, tell me a joke. <laughs> That's your area of expertise. I'm trying to get you on the mic. Well, how are you gonna tell me? Tell you a joke. I'm <laughs> finished the win. He gonna get up here. Okay. We go. You heard that real long. We gonna hold. We gonna hold him to that, right? Dead. 
<laughs> How about this? <laughs> you do you and I'm going to do me. Because when we do each other, too many emotions will get constricted and conflicted by situations arising. Disrespect will form. If I use my mind instead of my heart, not in love, but deeply love, yes, you are to me. So how about this? Go on and dip, and tomorrow you'll see. Saving myself for you? Oh, no. I'm saving myself from the arms of a love that don't love me. What does it truly mean to be in love? Rose petals on the bed? Laying in a field of dreams? Or is it a feeling deep inside that only you know what it means? Webster's doesn't clearly define but it states that love is an emotion of strong affection and personal attachment. Personally, that's not enough for me. So I started on this journey to answer the question at hand, oh boy, what a task I had on my hands. From feeling that I couldn't breathe with him by my side to thinking if he left me inside, I'd surely die, to realizing in order to love, I must first love me. To crying until I had to drink water to cry harder. To saying, fuck love, I need you no longer. Then wishing I had love when times got much harder. Through heartache and pain, through sunshine and rain, times so tough I thought they always remain. See all sorts of jokesters, the liars, the cheaters, the users, the weepers, the bums, the ballers, the fronters, the floozies, the scrubs, the I need to try harders, the hustlers, the lover boys, soft as cotton, the slingers, the bank purrs, and the fake ass drug dealers. Heard so many lines, none of which caught me by surprise. You're the only one for me. God doesn't send you your soulmate more than once, so I'm blessed to have found you. Boy, stop. My favorite one of them all is, you are perfect the way you are. And then six months, three weeks, two days, and 22 hours later, you need to change this and do that. Because if it weren't for that, you'd be perfect. Now, wait a minute, smuggles. <laughs> laughing all the while, but on day one, I was so perfect, you wanted nothing to change. So through all the bullshit, I have climbed my way through, and I finally think I found the one I'm in love with, too. Through thick and thin, we've stuck together. Only two years in running, ain't no love built tougher. I mean, through fussing and fighting, fuck you and I'm done. Break up and make up, weekend getaways and family fun. So rough times that hurt like blades to an eye, constantly asking myself, why, why, why? Why do I love him? Why do I stay? Why do I care? This ain't even me. Noticing that every other person has to knock him out the ring, but them not noticing that he is a part of me that they will never see. Even still denying to self that this feeling could exist, fighting out of fear that the ending will soon be near, then realizing and relaxing just may work. I found what being in love means. It means you love unconditionally. I found my lifetime friend through thick and thin till the end, deep inside, the emotional strong affection topped without personal attachment. Growing pains allow us to grow through pain, feeling like I will never get it, I will never understand. Understanding emotions I can feel but never touch, can look but never see, spending decades beside somebody and not even know what they mean to me. It's funny how the ones you love hurt you the most, how the tears you cry are for those who are supposed to be there it's funny how people are so fake they believe they're real. It's funny how someone can call you childish but are older and do more childish stuff than you do. It's funny how people can misperceive you but swear on their life they got you pegged. As I sit and reflect on past times, the best times, tested times, the moments that rocked my mind, that smashed my heart, that broke me down, ripped me apart, had me not knowing who I was, had me feeling like love could never love me. 
because I never knew what love was, I learned the levels to L-O-V-E. Four letters, many streets, too much stress, unconditional, under no condition unless you reach the condition, confusion. The love of a parent differs from the love of a friend. The love of a child have you thinking you can find love again. It took me four years to see you through my big brown eyes. In those four years, I grew up a lot, no lies. I lost a baby, had two breakups, learned to love, learned to be patient, learned to not leave, learned to submit. God had to really work on me. God has molded me and folded me, set me down and built me up. When moving at his speed with his direction, there's no giving up. As our heartbeats intertwine, we have a sound heart and mind. As we walk hand in hand, me your woman and you my man, our children merge in our mixing pot. The love we have will never stop. You my king and me your queen. Don't need a ring to define what I mean. That look you hold that makes my heart smile. How I melt as your touch makes me go wild. I sit daily and chill with my best friend. But at night, I sleep next to my man. You take the lead, but to never leave me, always holding my hand. Our future's bright, not out of sight. No ifs and no ands and no maybes. I thought I found love, but love found me. This has been a tink and G interpretation of what love be. You can keep playing if you want to. Turn the music on. It's tink. DJ. Tink. Can I can I can I respond for the fuck boys out there? Yeah. What you got to say? What you got to say? Everybody wants to go, go down. Baby, I just 
Petersburg. Who else is from Petersburg here? You by yourself. 
Now, Mel, Mel, I'm undivided. Undivided. <laughs> that motherfucker over there tweeting and shit. <laughs> but now, I don't know about up here, but like in Petersburg, you have, um, we have a Hardee's. And it, it makes no difference what I order from Hardee's. Like, you gotta pull up. Like, I went to order the hot ham and cheese, I had to pull up or whatnot. Right. And they, they never bring the condiments out. And I'm a petty ass dude, so they gotta go get that shit. I don't, I don't give a damn. If it's jelly, ketchup, or whatever, they gotta go get that. But customer service kind of kind of sucks down where we at. How was it up here in Richmond? It's fine. Not a lot. That's she She said Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A fucked my order up one time. I'm not gonna lie to you. But they, they but look, Chick Fil A is so good. Nah, what the fuck am I gonna lie about Chick Fil A for? <laughs> but nah, Chick Fil A fucked my order one time. And but the thing about it is, they're so nice. I let that shit ride. I'm not bullshit. Like they forgot to put like the hash browns in there. Y'all ain't got no fucking stock in Chick-fil-A. Look, Polynesian sauce is not that good for y'all to be riding that hard. Chick-fil-A can say whatever they want. Chick-fil-A can be like, they, they hate gays and motherfuckers still go to Chick-fil-A. They, they the only restaurant that can say that shit and get away with it. If Golden Skillet said that, the motherfuckers be shut down. So who got the best chicken in Richmond? She ain't from Richmond. Who got the best chicken in Richmond? I'm sorry, who? Patrick Lee's. Patrick Lee's What do you have? Right there. Right here. Oh, that shit? Nah, that shit don't count. Oh, I need somebody else. Somebody else got a co-sign that shit. Somebody that can buy alcohol got a co-sign that shit. Oh, no, she Oh, fuck, can't he give me undivided attention? <laughs> <laughs> now, Patrick, he's, so, what's your restaurant, man? It's a catering company. It's a catering company? Do you have um, social media, IG, anything like that? Patrick Lee's Catering Company. Yeah, I mean, you gotta get an attitude. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, you know? No. <laughs> you, I what? You good. You all right? You want to fight? <laughs> 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 no, nah, I mean, I haven't heard about it, but I, I do want to check it out. Is it, no, it is a black it, business. It's, it's, it's a growing business. That's what's up, man. We all grow. We learn as we grow, right? Well, stop kissing ass. Stop. Right? <laughs> I'm all about entrepreneurship. Nah, you was gangsta boo five minutes ago. Didn't I just promote you? Barely. Oh, what well, do y'all want to talk about? I got what? You don't need no script. This is all top of the dome. And look, everybody got to take your phones out right quick. I got a podcast. Tink's been on the podcast last week. I want to get Remo on there, man. Like, hey, yo, round of applause for Remo. He's doing a great job tonight. That's how you do it. You want, you want to get guests on the show, you start kissing their ass and shit. <laughs> doing a great job, bro, man. Um, everybody got their phones out. Go to um, YouTube, Snuff Again, friends. We're um, we're growing as well, Miss Lee. We're growing just like you're growing. Oh, she got to We go find the real. Hey, look. I ain't bad. Like you ain't bad then, I ain't bad. Oh, you and your fellas now? I done had some drinks now. Look, come on. It's a comedy club. You can't take shit. Seriously? I ain't in my feelings at all. Then what are you? I ain't in my feelings. I just gave you what you gave me. Look, now, look. No, but first of all, look. No, come, no, you come up here. You want to give No, you come up here. You start telling some jokes then. No, I ain't. I'm not a comedian either. She called me on stage just to talk some shit. Now you want to get mad about because I'm not mad. But you arguing with me. I'm trying to entertain everybody. You want to argue for me about the chicken. So no, are you are you open tomorrow? Are you open tomorrow? Are you open tomorrow? I'm always open. Are you 
but she ain't got no attitude though. She ain't got no attitude though. I'm gonna come check you out tomorrow. I'm, I'm gonna find your information though. And I apologize if I felt as if I was shitting on the chicken or whatnot. I wasn't shitting on the chicken. I hadn't heard about the chicken. Motherfuckers were saying Popeyes, Bojangles. What else? What else y'all was saying? Huh? Yeah, I want I want to check out a black business. That's that's all I want to check out. But look, keep that same energy when I come there, all right? Keep keep that same energy, all right? Say say what now? And look, and look, we appreciate, I appreciate all my followers. <laughs> and look, I'm on, I'm on YouTube, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. And look, the love, it's all love. It's all love. And a round of applause for Tank for putting this thing together, y'all. It's, it's Black Friday. What you go? Fuck. Undivided. Ain't you had enough to drink? I'm gonna have about five mar margaritas out there joining today. Huh? You'll be lying. <laughs> so, how many of y'all go to like, y'all do timeshares? Anybody doing timeshares? No. I know we're black and all. I mean, no. you've answered the phone when they've offered the timeshares before. Nobody? Yeah. Nobody? Yeah. Nobody? Yeah. Yeah. But look, well, so look, here's the thing. Hey, look, I'm lazy. I'm gonna, can, I, can I sit down? Yeah, that's a good investment. Yeah. So, look. So, I was in bed. I was in Vegas last year, and um, I guess I was looking like a tourist because I was checking everything out, and they called me over there to do the time shit. And, um, why y'all fucking with me? I'm not fucking with y'all. What's going on? Damn. Tick, I want to come up this motherfucker, man. Huh? You're there now. Watch out. So I thought I was in. You said 2020, why wait till 2020? 2020 what? We doing it. I'm open every day. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like yeah, her. Mm -hmm. yeah. Anyway, where was that? Gotta fuck me up. Yeah. I, I'm share Las Vegas. I know I'm fine share. What part of it? Las Vegas. I'm touring. Huh? Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm in, I'm in Vegas, right? And um, I was looking like a two. Did I get to that part yet? Yeah, like you got to that part. Stop right. now. Y'all fucking with me? <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. So now I was with my girl out there. We was doing a timeshare. And I was like, you know, being a man, look, I done did this shit before. Just look, just shut the fuck up, stay in the back. Keep that resting bitch face like some random bitch like my picture on Facebook. Keep that face or whatnot. So we go do the timeshare. And of course, you, you always have like three people to come up. The first guy takes you on a tour, shows you everything about it. And he's like, you know, it's very nice. He's trying to relate to you and everything. Gives you a deal. I'm like, nah, we just came for getting this $250 and beat the fuck out. So then the second guy comes. He's like halfway aggressive and whatnot. He's like, well, let's go ahead and cut this in half. We'll go ahead and do that. I'm like, and nah, we just had to get that 250 and beat the fuck out. <laughs> so then the third guy comes up. He a brother. He really trying to relate to you. He like, let's go ahead and cut. Matter of fact, let's take half off that. Let's take another half off that. Fuck with a nigga. <laughs> so I have a timeshare, just to let her know. Just because that nigga made me get a timeshare or whatever. <laughs> we clap for that? Black yeah. man, black man in the timeshare? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Well, since we got all black people here, let's let's talk about um let's talk about Donald Trump. Oh. Any Trump fans up in here? That's we got a fan of the I look at Trump. Trump is like a Dallas cowboy to me. 
Tink for, I want to thank Tink for helping put this together. Uh, my name is Al B. I'm the, uh, one of the curators of the listening sessions. And me and her, we teamed up. And we've been doing this here on a regular for the past couple weeks here. Um, I want to appreciate, thank y'all for coming out. I really want to thank the people like the DJ behind me, DJ R. Sims. My man Remo, he took time on his schedule. He always around at the Funny Bone. Y'all need to check him out too. Remo. Yeah, y'all see him at the Funny Bone. Now, hey, he was on the crab. Hey, weren't you on the crab joint too? Yeah, the full got man joint, all that type of stuff. Um, <laughs> Alright, we about to end the night. And excuse me, excuse me. Can I get your attention please? Hey Richard, cut that down. So we about to end the night and my brother took his time on his busy schedule to come down and come support the situation. This is my brother, a partner of mine, my brother. Y'all probably heard of him, y'all probably haven't heard of him. But y'all about to hear him tonight. And the last voice y'all gonna be hearing walking out this door, my brother T Soul from NBC The Voice. He's been working, putting his work in all through the town, through the city. Uh, he originally from the Northern Neck area, but tonight he right here in Richmond. Y'all in for a nice little. This boy can sing. Y'all give it up for my brother T Soul. How y'all doing? Happy holidays. Everybody's still full with turkey and all that good stuff. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what to do with all my leftovers. Make me a play. Make me a play. Make us a play. I have a Christmas album out, and uh, it's called Happy Holidays. And so, since we're in the holiday season, I'm gonna, I see it's a tree over there. I'm gonna get my holiday song, and then I'll do something that was requested by a host. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna make my Thanksgiving weekend? <laughs> I think the turkey made the weekend. I can't beat the turkey. Thank you. 
<laughs> you excited, <don't> <laughs> So much. 
If you have uh, social media, you can find me at T Soul Music, T S O U L Music. Um, all those songs that I sung are online too. You can hear them. You can support them. Thank you for the support. If you have been supporting me, she, he says she plays that song often, and I do appreciate that because you know those numbers they blow my mind every time. You know, I'm, I'm looking at how many times the song gets like Shazam and how many times it gets played and stuff like that. It just blows my mind because you know I put my heart and soul into that. So it's cool that it's getting love all over still. Thank y'all so much. T Soul T S O U L. I'm sorry, I talk fast. <laughs> uh, T S O U L or T Soul Music. That's my like Instagram and Twitter and all that. Facebook, you can find me just T S O U L. Thank y'all so much. Yep, that's me. I got some shades on in the picture. Appreciate it, man. One more time for T Soul. <laughs> we got some real fans out here. I know. Uh, Oh yeah, definitely. Um, uh, is it is a is it a touchdown? Huh? Were you on the board? A little touch by Z. G. A little touch by G E E. On Instagram. Y'all got your phones out? Y'all might as well follow her. Uh, a little. It's a little. A L I L. Touch. Touch. By. G-E-E, right? Make sure y'all follow her, man. We all can use seven more followers, I'll tell you that, man. Uh, <laughs> I need a couple more. So, you follow me, you pulled your phone out. As soon as he was done, you was like, this him. You show him, I know you following me. Make sure, Remo, R-E-M, let me see your phone. Let me see, I don't trust you, let me see. <laughs> no, it's uh, Remo, R-E-M-O underscore M-I-L-L-Z. If y'all haven't followed me yet, Please do. Hey, this is uh, dope. What's going to happen with this, like, you know, are we, are we hustling it? You know what I'm saying? Should I get your cash out before we leave? You know what I'm saying? We'll talk. We'll talk. Hey, um, thank y'all so much for coming out. Hey, look, man, like I said, if y'all not following me, please follow me at Remo underscore M-I-L-L-Z. Uh, I'm going to be at the Funny Bone. Not this Thursday, but the following Thursday. Um, I used to travel with Lunel, but uh, um, we got double booked. I'm also gonna be uh, traveling with uh, Tony Baker, so man, y'all keep on supporting your boy, man. I'm trying to get up out here. Yeah, yeah, support your boy, man. And look, man, Richmond gonna get on somehow. I haven't seen a comedian really break on the main line, you know, as far as Richmond goes, so I'm trying to do that. I'm gonna be the first one. I'm on there, bro. We on there, you know what I'm saying? I went from running the half seas to Harriet, they had me in slave clothes parking cars, but now I'm gonna take my life. So thank y'all so much, man. Uh, any more shout outs we should be giving? Y'all wanna? He like, he ready to cut that thing off, man. All right, YouTube, hey, look, man. If y'all sit here and watch the whole show on YouTube, if y'all watch the show, show on YouTube, man, make sure y'all follow everybody who y'all saw, or you can rewind it and follow everybody who y'all saw. You know what I'm saying? Everybody is mixed up in there. You feel me? <laughs> All right. Thank y'all so much, man. Oh, wait, 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 wait. One more shout out. Shout out to Nutty Buttery, man. Shout out to Nutty Buttery for allowing us to have this here, man. This is a nice home felt. I felt like I was almost at my mama's house right quick. Except for, if you want for this sheet, this sheet threw everything off. Man. This that room you can't go in right here. This that living room with the plastic on the couch behind this curtain right here. <laughs> Thank y'all so much.
feels like they're in love. But temptation drove her away. I like that. Did not come to play with you hoes. I came to slay, bitch.